Last night, I saw this little movie. I forget what it was called. It was uh, Rear Window or something like that. It didn't star anyone that famous, and I don't think it was directed by anybody that important either. But it was really interesting. I liked it. And uh, no, it's uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. It was what I nominated for uh, New Feck this week for Hitchcock movies, and it won. So that made me very happy. But I hadn't seen Rear Window before last night, and that was probably my biggest gap in Hitchcock's you know, filmography. So Rear Window stars uh, Jimmy Stewart as a guy named Jim. He has uh, broken his leg in an accident somehow and is confined to his apartment in Chelsea for uh, seven weeks. During his last week, he gets uh, stir-crazy and starts using his uh, telephoto lens and binoculars to kind of like people watch and uh, look at the neighbors, see what they're up to and uh, what their lives are like. This is really interesting because throughout the movie, the movie's entirely shot in this apartment. There's only one real vantage point, and you see exactly what Jimmy Stewart sees looking out the window at these uh, other apartments, like across the courtyard and around the corner. It's so cool because like, they tell so much of the story through that. There was a little bit of a criticism I had about that because the way that people stood in the windows looked really stagey because um, – you know, they had to tell the story a certain way and had to be perfect for Jimmy Stewart to see. Although I think it was really interesting that they were able to do it. It looked really fake and stagey, um, but I still really liked it, how they were able to convey these uh, cool little subplots throughout the movie. And the ending, like long tracking shot showing all the resolution was really, really cool. So as for the main plot, Jimmy Stewart sees someone in the window that he suspects to be a murderer. He uh, pieces together all these little bits of circumstantial evidence, like uh, the fact that her jewelry is still there, even though the, she was supposed to quote-unquote go on a trip. Uh, he was tying something up with a bunch of string and sending it off. Uh, he called someone long distance at a certain time. There was all this really cool evidence that he pieced together, and what I really liked about the movie was that there was always this tension uh, between like within the audience between whether or not Jimmy Stewart is making these really illogical jumps in logic about this one guy he might suspect to be a murderer and the fact that he actually is a murderer and uh, you try to figure out as the movie goes on which one is actually true and I'm not going to give away the ending but I love how the resolution comes together everything just kind of comes crashing down uh, things go really really crazy and um, yeah Hitchcock is still the master of suspense that he always was well not that he wouldn't have stopped being the master of suspense for this movie but this movie he really does do some really crazy suspenseful things you know what? I'm going to do another spoiler episode. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, for those of you that have not seen Rear Window, your episode is only about three minutes long today. For everyone else, stick around after the uh, theme, and I'll uh, talk to you guys about what I think about the second half of the movie. This is your final warning. I'm about to spoil one of the best thrillers ever made, so please... Uh, jump ship if you have not seen Rear Window yet. So as the movie goes on and uh, Jimmy Stewart and his cohorts do some really crazy things into investigating whether or not the guy across the way is a murderer, uh, they start doing a lot more suspenseful things. Like, I love in the scene where uh, Lisa goes across the way and sneaks into his apartment to snoop around, I love how... Jimmy Stewart didn't really sanction that. He was like, okay, just go down and, I don't know, what was it, dig up the thing in the flower garden. But from there, she just kind of takes off and runs upstairs and into his apartment. He's like, no, no, what are you doing? Stop. 
just like the audience does. I felt the exact same way. Like, what are you doing? You're going to get yourself killed, perhaps. And it's, you know... It's terrifying, and watching Jimmy Stewart, you kind of sympathize with him, especially because there's nothing at all that he can do because um, he's you know confined to a wheelchair and can't get his message out over to um, to uh, Lisa across the way in the apartment. And his job was to like flash signal her when the guy was coming back after he came back from his distraction or whatever, and he didn't. And the whole time I was wondering, when's he coming back? He's stopped paying attention to that. Well, there he is. He walks in, and you're freaking out. Oh, no, what's going to happen? So that's the point where the movie starts to get really crazy. Uh, She finds his wife's wedding ring, which uh, their logic was she wouldn't have left without. Um, The police show up in the apartment. You have no idea what's going to happen because you can't hear any of it. In a way, that's realistic, but there's a lot more staginess to this scene, like I talked about in the first half of the episode. Uh, So it looks good, but not very realistic. But then again, you can't hear anyone in the apartment across the way. So I think it's really cool that there's this kind of... A mix of the fantastic and the real. And that's what Hitchcock's real strength was. He did real things and made them scary and uh, really suspenseful and concerning. You know, finding the macabre in, uh, you know, everyday life. I love it. And Hitchcock is the best at that kind of thing. I liked the ending, but in my opinion, there was, uh, it wrapped up a little bit too cleanly and quickly. I'm not a fan of the whole villain Uh, gives everything away to the hero just because they think uh, he's about to be done for. Uh, But Rear Window does it the best outside of maybe a James Bond movie. I haven't done any research into it, but I'm pretty sure that if Hitchcock really had his way, then he wouldn't have had the ending be so clean and tidy. Uh, He didn't write the movie, he doesn't write his movies, but I really don't think that he would have had this movie, you know, wrap up as quickly and cleanly as it did with with him falling out and then everyone sees that this guy is a murderer in plain sight and like, oh, wow, okay, that was fairly quick, especially for a two-hour-long movie that has so much buildup. I feel like they could have spent maybe another 10 minutes dragging out that ending to make it a bit more suspenseful because it was there and gone and the movie was over. Um, Like in that episode of Hitchcock Presents where uh, the woman murders her husband with a roast and she ends up getting away in the end. But to kind of appease the censors and the studios, uh, Hitchcock would always introduce and, uh, you know, close each episode with a little witty anecdote. He was such a hilarious guy. It was great. But he would always do the happy ending where the villain was caught in the conclusion to the episode of him saying, well, she was caught a few weeks later in his, you know, suave British accent. And it was really great because, you know, he was able to get away with it and still appease the studios while being hilarious and really kind of cool. So I can imagine he would have wanted to do that in Rear Window instead of having this really rushed ending. All in all, I totally recommend Rear Window. If you haven't seen it already, it's a classic. Um, I think it's fantastic and, you know, not my favorite Hitchcock. That's still Psycho. A future episode, perhaps? Listening back, I realized I got Jimmy Stewart's character's name wrong. His name is Jeff, not Jim. Feel free to complain to me on Twitter. See you tomorrow.